0: Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me and yous. In this episode, I am joined by Jacqueline Armour as we talk about following your joy. This is a great conversation about curiosity, about being playful, about going on adventures. Uh, Jacqueline talks about being an explorer and how she has visited 90 countries now. She also is a writer and has a book coming out, the same name, Follow Your Joy. And this is just a great conversation. My favourite bit is that she loves hanging out with herself. Hope that you enjoy. Jacqueline, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you, Anne, for having me. Aha. Uh-huh. And we don't know each other, so this is no, a, a, lovely, stranger. a lovely treat. Uh-huh. Tell us a bit about you.
1: So I'm Jacqueline Armour. I'm originally from Kilmarnock, but I'm now based in Glasgow. And um, I'm a traveller. I'm a modern day explorer. And last summer, I travelled to my 90th country. Wow. I'd say I've recently became a writer because I'm about to publish my first ever travel memoir next week, actually, the 5th of October on my birthday. And it's called Follow Your Joy. I've got an Instagram page called Follow Your Joy and really, I feel I had a bit of a moment last summer where I said, like, why are you, why have you travelled all your life? And I've done it really around work, and probably since 2015, I've done most of it solo. And I just kind love, I just love hanging out with myself. <laughs> and I just love, obviously, all the experiences you have out in the world. But I feel a lot of people might be a little bit stuck or they're unaware of what's out there. And I wanted to package up a lot of what I've, Found and experienced, and all the little insights and hidden gems that has that kind of been brought into my life by travelling and by following my joy, obviously, to travel to 90 countries, has been pretty joyful. And I've packaged that up, uh, became a writer, and yeah, I've got my first ever travel memoir next week, travel, uh, follow your joy.
0: I am so excited for you, Jacqueline, 90 countries. It's a, uh, wow. it a
1: bit mad. Just, i have to have like, to count and go... Jacqueline, you haven't like somewhere along the line, uh-huh. Miss County, because it kind of um, just suddenly happens. Uh-huh. And last year it was San Marino, which is tiny, um, it's kind of landlocked um, around Italy. Uh-huh. And I got into Italy and I thought, let's go for country number 19. I, I tiptoed into it and it was quite easy. And it always is, isn't it? In the end, you get yeah. to number 19, you expect fireworks and difficulties with visas. And I don't even need to go through like any passport control, it's just quite seamless.
0: Amazing. So, So, I'm really excited, therefore, to ask you, with all of that experience under your belt, Jacqueline, what do you know for sure?
1: What I know for sure is when you're curious, playful, and see life as a game, you will have some amazing, joyful experiences. Probably the main thing I want to pull out there is the words, like, curious. And it's my thing at the moment, because I feel... And it's maybe because we've shut down because we've had to, and obviously with lockdown, when you think of, and I said, the, like, life is a game, our game became our house, and it became <laughs> like the one supermarket. And I used to go to Home Bargains to mix it up and put on my lip gloss. So the game, like, we had to play in, our boundaries became really small. And I think as a consequence, we've shut down, and maybe our emotions and our imagination. Whereas what I've seen and what I've experienced traveling to 90 countries, I just think you need to see everything as a game and there's rules. And yeah, sometimes you don't agree with those rules, but I'm not saying we don't, we don't follow the rules, but you, you play the rules to your advantage and to do something you need to be aware of the rules and then go and have your adventure. Mm-hmm. And to be curious, something that I think like, is probably something that I live by is that whole playfulness. Yeah. When you think of a child... Like do, ch- do children really understand the rules no they just go and figure it out don't they mm-hmm. and then when they find out what the rule is they go and they make a decision and they decide if they want to continue or if they maybe when you can now like adjust and yeah I hear a lot of people say like on oh, bored," like I'm I'm stuck they're maybe in a rut it's like what are you doing to get out of it and for me it's all about your imagination yeah. and I've been saying I, I wrote a blog post recently about you don't need a passport to be curious. You can be curious in your own postcode, your own community, your own country. Like, I've explored Scotland a lot this year, which I just would not have, because I would have been, Jacqueline would have been distracted by some exotic gem in the Middle East or in Asia. I just came, like, back to me and said, what are all the things that make, like, bring you joy? So I love cycling. I got a, a bike end the end of Lockton 1.0, so me and my bike are always on a wee adventure. And it's just so clean. And again, as a kid, who really loves going on their bike? Exactly. Remember, you died for hours, would not you? Your mum would remember like, you know, go home for your tea or if you need to just let it boil it. I mean, bike have always around the cycle paths. Like, like, the people in Glasgow have got canals. Like, I'm a runner. I'm always out like, running um, along the canals around, like, Mary Hills, one of my kind of big areas. Um, even things like, you know, your wee, a wee picnic. Get your snacks packed and just go for it and just to see. I always think we're all... We're, and we know it, right? We all chase the destination. Obviously, at one point, Jacqueline was chasing ninety countries. But we know, and you know as well, it's a bit of journey. Get your yeah. snacks, <laughs> have a loose plan, and just see what happens. I think oh, we sorry. mentioned it. called you just love chatting to people. That is what I've also gained from traveling the world. I've spoken to and gained perspective from ninety different countries. So I would have at one point spoken to someone from that country. So at least ninety people. And it's just those wee moments of like eye contact, a playful smile. You've maybe, <laughs> you know, you've maybe got yourself into a bit of a um, a situation. You need a little bit of help, and there's always that local, that kind of stranger danger. As we were told growing up, these are the people I actually hunt out now. I hunt out a stranger because you just have a bit of chat. Yeah, yeah, and I was
0: saying that to you, Jacqueline. That that was part of the reason oh, no, I even started this podcast was because I missed those interactions with people that I don't know, and therefore no. that's what the the podcast every. At least once a week, I have a half an hour conversation with somebody most of the time that either I don't know or I've not spoken to for a really long time. And it's such a it's such a great adventure to go on. What I wanted to take you back to there is you started with being curious. Is uh-huh. curiosity something that you think you've always had? Or do you think that is something that is new or is just part of this journey of travelling that's sort of a growing with you as you've got older and you've got more curious?
1: Yeah, it's a good question, because one of my aunties, she always travels to the same place, and she goes, like, um, we know what we love, and we love what we know. And I say, but why am if round the corner something better oh. <laughs> or shinier? She's like, I'm okay with that, because I know what I love, and I love what I know, whereas I think I'm the opposite. Yeah, I definitely know what I love, and I love what I know. right? But if you tell me round the corner there's maybe something a little bit different, then I think, really, you said you're retro I have been to some countries that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. And I've, I've been there. And a couple of years ago, I'd ran the Glasgow Half Marathon. That night, I jumped on a flight. I woke up in Beirut in Lebanon. And you know how I was a wee bit disorientated? And <laughs> I remember looking at the window going,
0: I'm in Beirut
1: in Lebanon. And people will have a um, preconception of that country and, and because of the civil war. It's probably one of the most amazing countries and experiences I've ever had and this actually features in my book webinar so I think the more that you uncover and experience and find the more joy you bring into your life by like doing that the more you can kind of hunt it down don't you something yeah. you get to see. and yeah. I think uh-huh. I think biology I definitely I'm a, I'm a book geek I love going to the library I love a, a document I'm probably more a documentary type person than maybe a a boxy I just love finding out stuff because it makes you feel something doesn't it and it, it makes does. you actually stop and ponder and think wow, and it kind of, when we have a bit of a bad time, and you need a bit of a perspective, I've got this now little toolkit of, again, 90 countries of perspective, where I go, Jacqueline, <laughs> really that bad? And then I'll think of something, and it would just take me out of my head, take me back to that country, and I'll realise that a lot of what we worry about is man-made, or it's in our head, it's a story we've created, and a lot of the time it's completely justifiable, and yeah, it's valid. Sometimes you just need a little light bulb, don't you, to say, it's uh-huh. If someone's last day today, are you going to be stuck in your head worrying about that? Or are you going to actually be grateful for everything that you have experienced and therefore go back to what I know is my truth? And about just go out and play the game of life and see what's around the corner. Yeah.
0: And as I was saying to you before we started recording, Anne Hughes Ignite, that page and that sort of a brand actually used to be called Path to Joy about five mm-hmm. years ago I changed it to Angie's Ignite and I think joy is something that's really really important to me as well that I look for my joy and what brings me joy I believe that at my source I'm joy therefore when I'm being grumpy I'm like come on come back to being joy And yeah. so it's but isn't it interesting like you're really clear on what joy is for you and so is your auntie that you spoke about because she knows joy is going to the same place for her so come isn't on, it yeah. interesting that joy for you joy for me joy for your auntie it's all different but well, I wonder and if you get any reflection in the people you speak to, how long do people actually spend thinking about what does joy look like for me?
1: I don't think they don't I don't think they do, sorry, and I think the problem is with society. I think a lot of time it's like we feel um we need to be given permission to be joyful or to be, to be a big brand event, so mm. a festival or that all inclusive holiday that we've all been Maybe programs as a reward. I don't think joy should be a reward. Like you were saying there, joy should be your day to day. It doesn't yep. need to be the big thing. So I've mentioned there a couple of things like running, cycling, going out in nature. I was saying that. <laughs> um, I was saying recently, I just love clouds, and I don't know what your view is on clouds. I like. I'm looking at them the now actually as we uh, chat. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got pretty blue skies. I'm over um, in the west end. Pretty blue skies at the moment. You see, sometimes you like look up and look at a cloud, it can of takes you, it takes you even there on a bit of a journey, because it kinda you feel a little bit lighter, don't you? Because yeah. you're naturally looking up, mm-hmm. so you're kind of less hunched over. And then your mind, even though we daydream, how many people just sit in daydream? Yeah, and put those are folders on my phone, me like photos and kits or um, celebrations. Sometimes I would just go back in them and it would take me back to that moment. So if anyone's maybe saying to themselves, I don't know the last time I felt that feeling of joy, and to me, it's a little bit you can be a little bit light and a little bit giddy. And just even when did you want say, like, whoa, like, wow? Like, mm-hmm. when did you actually? And have you that expression like a child, like, I'm yeah. always around my niece and nephew, bless them sometimes. They're just like, wow! And I'm looking over and I'm smiling because I, I can see the wonder that they can see, but I think we shut down a lot of that yeah. feeling because we get too serious. This is something I could pull out my book as well. I think we get too serious. Let's not go back to being like that like, child mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at people might go clouds. Aye look at the clouds. I saw a rainbow in my run the other day and it made me stop because I was just like, you know, I think something's unique it actually I know. And something, I do like go and- back to educate mm-hmm. yourself and go it's a it's a rainbow is it's beautiful, it's
0: exactly, it's And I think it's about like stopping yourself in the moment Sometimes one of my favourite things to see That brings me so much joy Is when you see a wee flower growing through the concrete It's like one of my favourite things to ever witness um, mm-hmm. But I wanted to take you back as well You said there something which I thought was great Because I think most people Can't reflect on this That you just love hanging out with yourself
1: Oh, I love it. Now, so
0: many um, <laughs> women have never done anything, or so many people, but since that podcast for women, don't really get the chance to do much on their own. So I left living with, in my family home, living with my boyfriend, who became my husband, to living with my husband and my children, and actually doing things on my own is a very rare treat for me. But it is something mm-hmm. that I do try to do. And I spend an awful lot of time in the old think box in my head on my own. Does it take bravery? Does it, you know, would you, you always like hanging out with yourself? Is that something you've learned? Yeah.
1: And it's funny because anyone who knows me will think that I'm confident and an extrovert. But again, during lockdown, I was doing a little bit of reading. I think I actually I'm probably an introvert that mm. just over the years has kind of learned skills to be confident and an extrovert. But um, no, I was in a 10-year relationship. But even within that 10-year relationship, I would actually have to carve out some me time. Yeah. And it was funny. I never knew that. And I never knew how to explain or express it. And I think my partner, during those 10 years, he could obviously feel it and see it. And I just had to kind of retreat into me and kind of just hang out with me. And I think he would see it as a bit of a negative on our relationship, as if I, I was saying I didn't want to hang out with him. Mm. I think I... For my energy levels, I do I vibe really high, and I'm kind of around people. I'm kind of like you know, that whole like, life and soul of the party. But actually, I need to have a lot of me time to kind of re-energize. Like, I think it's a bit of a fact. Because I know I've got a good friend who's married with children, and she's she needs her kind of me time as well to energize. Yeah. Again, it's a, bit a thing to like permission, isn't it? Yeah. Like, Like you get into a relationship, you get married, you have children, and you just everything is all consuming. What happens if you step back and go, I'm still and I'm so and I'm so yeah. chocolate. and I think I it's even, interesting for, a, for people
0: to get to the place where they can say just because I want to spend time with me doesn't mean oh, I'm sad it doesn't mean I'm yeah, depressed yeah. and it doesn't mean I don't like you it just means I need to spend some time on my own <laughs> and I think that society is sort of a made spending time with you know a loner like a poor sad loner you know it's like oh, it's, it's become sad, a bit like... of somebody who does stuff on their own or oh, that's a shame they had nobody day to day that way where actually it's okay for us to own no, I need to do this on my own because that's the journey I'm on because you talk about the journey as well. And I love when I reflect on my journey. It's both the path and the goal that I'm I'm going to, you know, it's not the end result that I'm waiting on, it's every step on the path as well. And so yeah. I mean, how do you reflect on your journey forward now? As you, you're getting ready to publish your book, obviously. I mean, yeah. do you feel positive about what's what's next? What's down the line?
1: Well, I'm really excited. You have seen that I can I have started my I'm a bit like what's around the corner. I genuinely at this moment in time don't know what's around my corner. And up until like twenty twenty I would always had my next country, my next trip, my next adventure. Like I'm a runner, so I'd always have like a goal, like a half marathon, a marathon. I've actually got a marathon in the next couple of weeks. But no, after probably um, my books out in my next marathon, that like there's nothing really out well, there's a couple of things but there's nothing big and i actually this is what I feel I need. Because you um, publishing a book, it's a big thing, isn't it? Course, and it's my it's first huge. time, first time author, and I feel I've done. You know, what you think of like the kind of masculine and the feminine, your being and your doing? Mm-hmm. I've done all, I've done all my doing for like most of my in solo was from like 2015. So for the past like five years, I was just out having a wild time, mm-hmm. all sorts of experiences, and now packaged up this book. And now try to take a little bit of I time and actually like, put focus on this book and just share it out coming podcast like this. And just kind of maybe maybe this is like why I was but here to, to show people how to be joyful and give them permission to hang out by themselves, go on an adventure, be playful, be like a big kid. Like me and my bike go down the clay tunnel, mm-hmm. see feeling I'm 39 next week. It's a wee bit like a, who cares, we get so stuck in our heads, and like you were saying. Who cares if people think you're a loner if you go to a festival or a gig or you go to a cinema or a coffee shop by yourself? Is it not more of a weirdo just hanging around your house not being joyful mm-hmm. and like thinking about what someone else is going to think of you and not doing it? So yeah, definitely just quiet. And like I was saying, see life is a game. And if you're thinking, Oh, that guy over there's looking at me thinking I'm a loner, who cares? Because exactly. you're not. Exactly. Have a wee, exactly. Day, a wee, yourself. A wee a- coffee, a wee cake, your book. just make it a joyful experience for you
0: it's been an absolute joy speaking to you I have to say I've spent the whole time with a smile on my face (laughs) and I can't wait to read the book when it comes out so I'll put a link to that book in the wee commentary that goes with this show if anybody wants to read it and thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me
1: thank you for having me
0: Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching Anne Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching Anne Anne Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, annehughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom. And I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.